0: welcome to the girl hank podcast i am josephine and today me and maya are here to talk about shadow work and what that is and how it has impacted our own life shadow work is very trendy these days but what is it really about and how do we implement it to begin on our shadow work journey we first have to understand what is is about so maya what is shadow work? How would you explain <laughs> it to someone who has who's completely new to the concept?
1: So, this quote, I have a favorite quote, and it comes to mind when you ask me that. Um, and it goes, The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. It's it's a quote by Joseph Campbell. And to me, what that means is that the thing that we seek the most, kind of our deepest longing for our meaning in life, our purpose in life, our true power, um, and all the kind of the gifts that we have, you know, that longing to unlock the gifts that we were born with, that we came here with, all of those things are kind of hidden within our blind spots, if you want, within our shadow. So the shadow is the blind spots and all of these things that we seek to find our purpose to find our power those things will always be kind of elusive to us just out of reach in a way as long as we are not willing to face our shadow as long as we're not um as long as we choose not to go there right to go into the dark and and actually look at what's there um and so, so that's what shadow work is, is to sit with and face all of those those things, right? And and so what are those things? The shadow is our trauma. It's our karma. It is trauma from this life. It is the trauma that we came here with. So it also it's also the trauma that we carry over from past lives. Um it is generational patterns, you know, things that are passed down through the generations onto us. And a lot of us, a lot of us have come here to be cycle breakers in this lifetime. So for a lot of us, this is very uh, almost like ex- accentuated or heightened in our life. We become aware of these patterns. They are being shown to us, right? Right um so it's our blind spots which can be for example our triggers uh it is everything that is unresolved in us or unprocessed in us because we can't resolve or process something that is hidden for us we need to know about it we need to know what it is we need to be able to see it um so that can be unresolved and unprocessed emotions like um grief anger resentment shame fear all of these things that live inside of all of us we all have it and um and then the work is to start to discover it to start to uncover it um and to start to shed light yeah so so that's the shadow and the shadow work is to shed light on those things and i do think that and this is also why it's so triggering and difficult to talk about because the shadow is all of the things that we actually don't want to see right it's the things that we may have spent a life our whole life running from all of the parts of us that we don't understand and usually when when we don't understand something that's what creates the fear because it's in the unknown it's in the dark so that's actually what's scare, what's scary about it. And in a way, the result is that we we move through life, kind of always being afraid of ourselves in a way. Because it's this, it's this shadow that keeps hunting us, and we're afraid of what's in there. So we keep actually running from ourselves. And that is also what creates this fear of our own power because we do know on some sort of instinctive, deeper level, on a soul level, we know that our true power is in there, <laughs> right? But we don't want to go there. So so yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the beauty of the shadow and shadow work is that there's treasure hidden inside of it. Yeah, I I guess that's that's how I
0: would describe it. I think that was a perfect description of what shadow work is, and that's also um, my personal experience of it. And it's interesting that, like, looking back, uh, of course, I still have a lot of shadow to investigate. But looking back, before I started with shadow work, there was a part of me I was running from, um, and there was a part of me I was scared of, and. Then we go through life just running away from ourselves. And we also feel so much shame. The shadow in us is us, you know, and without it, we are not whole. And when we run away from ourselves, we miss out on our strength and our power and our gifts.
1: Yeah, that's so true. I think, well, my experience has been because it's, we can't talk, we can't really talk about uh, shadow work without talking about trauma right and trauma work because i think shadow work is a whole container it contains so much and trauma is a part of that it's it's kind of within that container um and there's so many ways to go about shadow work you know we can we can do past life regressions we can look into the astrology and evolutionary astrology Will tell us something about our soul's journey. So, so there you will also be able to see um, your karma and uh, past lives and the things you came into this life to resolve and the challenges you came here to understand, the shadow you came here to transcend. You know, um, but there's so many ways to go about it, and and trauma work is one of them. And for a lot of people, and for for myself included, it's a good starting point. I think because it can lay out for you the shadow that you have that relates to this life. And I think this this continuous like you say this this um this way we keep running away from ourselves and run from ourselves and run from ourselves what happens is that the things that we try to create we all have dreams we all have visions and things that we want to create for ourselves and we have this wish vision of who we want to be and that image of who you want to be is there for a reason that's not just something you made up that's not something to disregard that's not just a fantasy that is there for a reason because that's in your blueprint that is part of your blueprint that is part of your um your potential but we will never get there we will never be able to create that dream or that life or become that person without looking into that shadow as you say because we will never be whole we will never be everything that we are so i think i think that's kind of you know when we talk about creating our dreams following our dreams tapping into our full potential finding our life's purpose This is the part of the conversation that most people don't want to have because it is more romantic and easy to talk about manifesting the life you want. But then a lot of people, a lot of people keep hitting this almost like you feel stuck or you feel like you're in this loop. You keep trying to change, you keep trying to create change in your life and then somehow the same patterns are just recreated again and again and again and again. And whether that is your relationship to money or that is within romantic relationships or that is within your self-worth, whatever it is, that pattern is going to keep repeating until you are willing to look at the shadow because that's exactly what is trying to show itself to you right? Through these experiences that keep repeating, it's like the universe is trying to say, hey, you need to look at this, you need to look at this, you need to look at this. So the path to creating our dreams, the path to discovering our purpose and
0: potential is actually through doing shadow work. 100%, 100%. And you have so many good points here, Maya, because in today's like pop culture uh self-help <laughs> scene there's almost so focus doesn't almost only focus on the light yeah. and we can't there's no light without darkness and there's no darkness without light you know these two go hand in hand it's like yin and yang and we are also polarity we both good and bad that's mm-hmm. what makes us human and as I said before and I'm gonna say it again without it without the shadows we are not whole If we reject this part of us, we will never become whole beings. So you have to look at the shadows or you just keep, you know, you don't come any further. And for me, like starting doing trauma work, that was an introduction to shadow work. And the trauma work actually helped me prepare for deep shadow work. So those things go hand in hand. They really do. But I would like to hear more about the astrology part of it. Like how can astrology play a role in shadow work? Mm -hmm. The way I see it is astrology is the
1: language of the universe. You know, you learn to speak English, you learn to speak Spanish. When you learn astrology, you learn to speak the language of the universe. And when it comes to the birth chart, that is kind of the blueprint that you came here with. But it doesn't only speak about you, as the human that you are in this life, the way I read astrology, which is more um, what we call evolutionary astrology, it's a kind of a little bit of a different way or a deeper way to understand astrology. It talks about your soul, your soul's journey. This is never ending. It's like when you read your own birth chart, you can keep doing that for the rest of your life and still you will have scratched the surface. (laughs) Like that's deep. That's how deep it goes. So in the birth chart, in everyone's birth chart, there are specific planets and specific placements and um, houses that can tell something about your karma and also your shadow. So we have, for example, the planet of Pluto. Pluto is the planet of our shadow and karma. So you can look at where in your birth chart Pluto is, what house Pluto is in, and also what zodiac sign Pluto is in. And this will tell you something about the karma that you are here to resolve. And this depends, you know, like some people have very, very strong markers in their chart that indicate that you are a shadow worker or you are... You have these like witchy, this kind of witchy energy that you came here with. There are just certain markers for that. And it means that for some reason you have a bigger capacity to understand and to hold and to face shadow, your own, and also the shadow in the world. And you're here to work with that in some sort of way. It's it's your healing. That's the that's the type of like superpower or magic power that you have. So looking at Pluto for some people can also be part of detecting what your purpose is here on Earth. And then you look at, for example, the the nodes of the moon, you can look at the south node and the north node. And they will tell something about kind of what you came into this life with. So the gifts you came into this life with and the things that you're already good at. So that would be typically your comfort zone. The things that just, that that comes naturally to you because this is skills and things that you've already learned in past lives. So you know how to do that and that's where you're comfortable. And the North Node is then on the opposite side of the chart from the South Node and it speaks about where you're going. So that also um adds to your purpose in this life but not necessarily the purpose in terms of your job but your soul purpose so you want to so you're trying to move towards your north node and the north node will then typically be outside of your comfort zone so to walk that path towards that purpose and follow your soul's purpose means you will have to work with your comfort zone. You will have to push boundaries. You will have to overcome things and you will have to face your fears. And this is also something that people not necessarily connect to when it comes to finding your purpose. You know, this this deep understanding that to follow your purpose is not just love and light and woohoo, I figured it out it is a deep work, you know, because you have to expand, you have to grow and you have to evolve in order to reach that purpose, that higher purpose for you, right? Astrology is just one of the tools that we can use to understand better who we are and what we came here to do and to understand um, the, yeah, the karma and the, the challenges and the things that we're already experiencing, but it it adds a layer of understanding to why it is as it is. And in my experience, just to understand your blueprint, just that can unlock so much. Because it's almost like you get this permission slip to like, be you. You're here for a reason, you're here for a purpose, and you are the way you are. Because you're here for a reason. And those things, those challenges in your life, they wouldn't be there if you weren't capable of overcoming it.
0: You know? Amen. Amen, sis. (laughs) And it's so interesting because I did like an astrology reading and purpose reading with you, and you told me my karma, my north node, uh, my gifts. Mm -hmm. And it was like something just hit me. I was like, Shit, yeah, that's why I'm here, and that gave me completely permission to just go for it and say, "This is who I am. This is who I'm supposed to be, and I'm gonna fucking love all of myself for it." You know, N- not a single part I'm I'm gonna reject and not enjoy. And I'm not saying that as in uh, that it's pleasurable all the time because it's not. It really isn't. But I even learn how to find pleasure in the unpleasant as well which is also part of shadow work we can talk more about later but yeah it it really helps so for our listeners like astrology can absolutely be like a a compass compass almost to like show Mm -hmm. you which direction you need to go and you might also hear some things you you don't want to hear and that's okay but we have to look at it. So, if you're interested in shadow work, you should definitely go and get a reading with Maya here because she knows her shit. She really yeah. do. They really do. Thank so, you. Maya, let's talk about our own personal journey with shadow work and how it has impacted our lives. I would like to yeah. to hear from you first.
1: All right. I also want to add to what you were saying there that uh, for everyone listening doing shadow work and uncovering and discovering all of this, it's never about blaming ourselves for anything. Um, It's about understanding and understanding that these shadows are there for a reason. I talk a lot about alchemy because there's something about this willingness, like energetically, when you're willing to look at yourself honestly, truthfully, Just that in and of itself starts to create alchemy within our body, within our system, within our energy. Because it's not really about changing anything or changing yourself. It's about creating awareness of this is part of who I am and this is why. And now I understand and I can sit with that and I can hold that. There's so much power in that. And that starts to create this alchemy within our system, which is, you know, uh, turning lead into gold. So that's actually what we're doing. And sometimes that's all you need to do. It's like sit with it, be willing to see it, hold it, let that energy move through you. And it's amazing to see both in my own life and other people's life, when we do this, things start to change pattern starts to change. Things around us start to change. Different opportunities start to come into our life and we start to see the world differently because of this alchemy that happens. So I just wanted to say that to everyone that that's what this is about. Like that is the why. That is why we do this because it doesn't necessarily sound super... Tempting, maybe, you know? It doesn't sound go- so sexy, no. <laughs> exactly, but it is actually, and i it's kind of hard to put, put into words, but getting into my own story, story a little bit, um, I was born into this life as a shadow worker, which I know sounds weird, but I always knew that I meant to do something big, and I was terrified of it. Um, I also, when I was a child, I was very psychic. I just understood things and saw things that other people didn't see and had these huge questions that I wanted answers to as a typically like old soul child, you know, I was just kind of observing the the world and having all of these big philosophical questions, even at the very young age. I don't even know how to how to explain that, but I, I have a Scorpio stellium. I have an extremely plutonian chart. After I started to learn astrology, it almost started to make sense to me. And this is what I mean with astrology being this amazing tool but anyway when I was a child and when I was very young all I wanted as anyone want is to fit in right so I was like okay I can't be this like dark witchy person obviously because that's not gonna go well (laughs) with my peers and with the environment that I was growing up in so I I just switched it all off i tried to run from that shit my whole life you know i i, I was not gonna be that person i was not gonna be that weird witchy uh girl who did astrology and tarot cards and so so my whole Scorpio side to me I tried to keep hidden and I think I I succeeded pretty well in doing that Uh, until I also started doing trauma work I started to uncover my own truth and actually looking at my own truth and I stopped running from myself and as I did that and started integrating yeah, my shadow and my trauma and all of my patterns and my unhealthy patterns, I also started to integrate that side of me. And that just happened naturally. So especially now, lately in the past years, I've started to to be more visible as me, who I actually am. And I am that person. I am that witchy person who reads tarot cards and who's into astrology because I always kept studying these things, but that was hidden from everyone. That was like my secret, the thing that I did, you know, secretly in my room. I was reading charts and, you know, laying out cards and stuff. But but yeah, I've started to embrace that side of myself more and more, and the more I do that, the more I embrace my my whole self. The more it becomes clear to me that this is my purpose. This I am. I am here, and I. This is true for people who have very strong, for example, strong um, Scorpio placements. We just have this capacity for shadow-related themes, the occult, the mysteries. It it cannot get too deep. It cannot get too dark. I have an enormous capacity to sit with that stuff, and. I've discovered that on my own healing journey because, and that doesn't mean that it, it's been easy or that it hasn't been painful for me as well, because it is for everyone. But there's also this deep knowing and fascination and this need to get to the bottom of stuff. So I know that I was born with this capacity for a reason, you know, and this, this is true for other people's shadow as well. Um, I was born with the capacity to sit with that and hold space for that for a reason. So that's kind of what I'm coming into in my life right now is embracing that and really starting to, yeah, to live my purpose. And and that's scary, but it's also amazing and and it feels really good. But I I had to really do shadow work in order to get there, to be able to stand strongly in the world as me, speak my truth. Uh, use my voice, be able to share my wisdom and my healing because this is I'm a healer, but this is my healing. I'm not the Reiki sort of healer. That's not my magic, right? So we're all different.
0: Yeah, that is so true. I just want to comment to what you said, Namaya. That that's my number one favorite thing about you. That it can't. Get too deep or too dark because you know me I'm all about that too (laughs) and I just love that and to get there to embrace that part of ourselves we have to look at our shadows because you have your
1: fifth house is your Scorpio house and that just makes a lot of sense to me that you are one of those people that since the very first day that we met you have embraced that side of me completely and that was such that's been such a healing experience for me and that makes sense because you're the fifth house in astrology is everything you are drawn to the things that you think is fun it's also sexuality it's you know all of the, the the kind of this yummy fun house and that's your scorpio house so you're drawn to automatically uh things that are Occult, you know, the mysteries, things that are hidden. And the occult, by the way, it means occult means hidden. So it's all the secrets, it's everything that's underneath the surface. And that's like the fun stuff for you. That's like your hobbies. It's like when, yeah, you want to go into the the dark and the deep, you know? And I think that's why you and I also have so much fun together. It's like we never have a boring conversation. (laughs) I feel like
0: never. And and honestly, no one can tell me anything that I would be like so blown away or just be like, you know, I, I don't even have words that never happened. People can say the craziest thing to me and I'd be like, oh, OK, cool. Like, uh, t- cool. Tell me more. <laughs> like If we're not going to talk about deep shit, like I'm also a Gemini, just I want to add that to the listeners. But that's also a very interesting thing now um, with astrology and shadow work. Again, I, I kinda like push that part of me away, like just like you explained now that you pushed your Scorpio side away. I did that with, with my Gemini side. And I th- honestly thought Gemini were shallow in many ways because it's an air sign. And I remember reading somewhere some years ago about the symbolic of Gemini, which is two twins. Uh, a pair of twins. <laughs> and uh and and they represent your shadow side and I thought that made me weird and strange and I should probably hide that part of me whereas now it makes completely sense now that I have embraced that part of me that I was always meant to embrace darkness because I am a shadow worker and I'm here Mm -hmm. to break cycles and growing up I was a very sensitive child and I was very empathetic and I would absorb my surroundings And I would trigger the adults around me a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was introduced to trauma work, I think it was back in 2019, which was like slowly prepared me for shadow work. I now see that these two things are connected. It was like trauma work helped me recognize my wounds and embrace the grief and also acknowledging that the child in me was a victim. But what shadow work did help me come out of victimhood and take responsibility for my own shit and mm-hmm. not only my own things but when we are breaking cycles you are healing a generation to generations before you as well so you mm-hmm. sit with all of that too and not that it is your responsibility to to heal on behalf of others you're still healing your own shit but those generations before you are within you so mm-hmm. you still have to look at that as well and that's what shadow work really has helped me with. That can come out of vict- victimhood. And that has been amazing because it's so empowering. And to begin with, it was very hard to sit with my shadows. I got a divorce last year, like in 2022, in the beginning of that year, I got a divorce. And all of a sudden I had to sit with all my relationship patterns. <laughs> I've been in relationships for 11 years. Haven't been single at all in my 20s. So I had to sit there and look at the patterns and I have two long relationships and I couldn't point the fingers at those two men uh, because the same shit happened twice. Mm -hmm. And what these two relationships have in common is me. So I had to sit there and look at my narcissistic uh, behavior and, and patterns because we all have narcissistic tendencies. And I had to look at that, like look at how I might be controlling, manipulating, and very critical at my partners. And that was really hard to look at. That was not comfortable. But as you mentioned before, Maya, it's so important to sit with it, sit mm-hmm. with that energy. And I did. I remember writing it down, black on white, just like, here it is. This is me. It's ugly, but I love you either way. Because I also realized when I look at those patterns, like, wow, I actually tried to protect myself from abuse that I witnessed as a child. I tried yeah. to make sure that that didn't happen to me as I witnessed that happened to my mother. And that was beautiful in many ways, even though I also hurt people on the way. And, and, and I take full responsible, responsibility for that. But at the same time, I was like, damn, I I just really did everything I could to protect myself. And there's beauty in that, too. There's beauty mm-hmm. in that, in your darkness, too, even mm-hmm. though it's ugly, it's chaotic. And the more I accept the human in me, the better life gets. It, it might sound like cliche or something, but that's really how it feels, is is like a joy inside. It's just like, oh, I'm, I'm just a human. And why am I trying to, like, become this perfect guru something, like, no that's that's not what life is about Mm -mm. and I really feel like that has I can thank shadow work for that and -hmm. even now when I like start to date again and have to look at other patterns coming up I still love myself for all those things I just sit with it and be like oh I remember you told me like we have been to like a tide pool and I and I cried over, um, over a thing because I was very triggered. Like, my f- my father wound came up because of, uh, of someone ghosting me. And I remember looking at you and just say, like, I'm really fucked up. Then you told me afterwards, like, that was really big of you to say that. Just owning that. Like, Like, that's a very vulnerable thing to say. And we all are in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like fucked up or whatever you want to call like just messed up but it doesn't make us less or more just makes us human exactly yeah and I like to sometimes pretend that I just have a little like because I love to dance and move my body and stuff like that so I just pretend sometimes I just I'm just having a little break dance with my demons like I'm just dancing with my demons and shadows and we're having a little party you know and it, it it's all good it's all good thank you for
1: sharing I want to add to that because we met actually as you were just starting to process your divorce because the divorce had happened like it happened six months
0: earlier but it first hit me yeah because you were like
1: exactly and that's around the time that you and I met for the first time And I remember the way you talked about it, the way you were speaking about how you were processing the pain. I just knew instantly we're going to be friends because this girl, she knows how to do this healing work. And I don't think that you necessarily felt that you knew what you were doing because we don't. Healing doesn't, it's not like, it's not like a linear thing healing no. looks like this and and we're kind of trying to just unravel that chaos right healing the healing process is chaotic but i remember i was just like wow this is shadow work in its truest form because it's truth that's that's what it is right so i just when i'm to say that 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 sealed Aww. the deal for me when i was like <laughs> yeah yeah we're going to be friends i just know that <laughs> um <laughs> I also want to add that, you know, the shadow or the darkness, it is only dangerous when it's not made aware. The the darkness is only dangerous when it's in our blind spot, when we don't know that it's there, but it is there and it is working upon us it's in our subconscious that's when the darkness and the shadow is dangerous Um, that's where we get hate that's where we get um, you know justification for violence violence in and of itself all of that is shadow that is not made conscious as soon as the sh- the shadow and the darkness is made conscious it is no longer dangerous we're afraid of it because we think it's it's dangerous but but that is the medicine consciousness is the medicine awareness is the medicine
0: 100%, 100%. i also heard a saying that was something like information or knowledge is power yes you know and that's basically also what you're saying here that knowing making being aware of your shadows that is the true power because you're actually giving away your power by rejecting your shadows and refusing
1: to look at them yes because the you know all of the reasons why we get triggered for example if if you're not aware of what is creating those triggers for you, you're a slave to your own triggers and any situation and any person can trigger you and throw you into some sort of spiral. Then you're not in your power because you're unaware. You think that this trigger just happened to me and it's this other person's fault because this person said this or did that. Then you're not in your power. Being in your power looks like you'll probably still get triggered, but in that moment, you are aware of it, you're conscious about it, and you know where that trigger comes from. That trigger has never anything to do with that other person or that situation. It has to do with you, and you've already taken responsibility for your past, so you know where this trigger comes from, you know why it's there, and then you have a choice in that moment because you have awareness, because you're conscious about it, you have a choice all of a sudden you can choose. What do I want to do now? Do I want to keep perpetuating this pattern and this trigger and this trauma? Or do I choose something else? That's healing, right? And that's 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 power. Then you're in your power because you have a choice. You have possibilities in that space.
0: Exactly. And I felt very powerful when I began doing exactly what you're describing now. Mm-hmm. Because I sat with, for example, then with, with my relationship patterns and I was like, Oh, that means I can choose differently. Of course, I'm not saying that's easy, but I can, I actually have a choice here. And I started to finally feel that I get to create my reality. Cause yes. I often heard people say that, but I was like, yeah, but how do you actually do it? And then I understood that that's what I'm doing now when I'm doing shadow work. Yeah. This is exactly. what I'm doing. I am actually creating my reality now because I am not rejecting this part of myself anymore and bring it into the light Mm -hmm. also because when we put things into the light and we make when we become aware of it shame disappears Mm -hmm. I wasn't ashamed when I told you these things first time I met you I told about what I went through I told you about you know I I didn't sit there and was like oh my ex he's a fucking piece of shit I, I I was like it it ended because I'm like this It was more important to me to tell you about my darkness of why things ended and what I have to work on and what what things I have to to sit with. And I wasn't ashamed of it anymore because I was like, that's just, that's me. That's me. Take it or leave it. This is me. And this is also the part of me that makes me very powerful Mm -hmm. because your pain can truly become not only your medicine, but also your gift to the world. Exactly.
1: You know, this feeling when someone is just so vulnerable, they're in this kind of this space of truth and vulnerability and power. You know, that's what true power kind of feels like to me. Um, And you were there in that and your heart was so open. You were feeling it all. And the way you grieved, you were like, no, sorry, I have to change plans today because today I need to go to the beach and cry. And you did that and you held yourself in that. And then you came out of it and you were like, wow, okay, great. I had this realization that blah, 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 blah you know? And then you, you kept moving forward with your process, but always in self love. That was, it was very powerful and beautiful to, to witness. And it brings me back to something you said before about being human. This is the core truth for me when it comes to all of this, which is also spirituality. What is it to actually live a spiritual life? What is it to actually be a spiritual being? The most spiritual thing you can do in this life is to embrace your humanity. You're here on earth. Earth is a school and you're here to evolve and to help humanity at large evolve. And the most courageous thing you can do is to deep dive into your humanity. That's the hard thing to do. That is the difficult thing to do not to escape being human, not to be a star seed. I mean, no, (laughs) it's about being human. And also the purpose for all of us here is to dive so deep, as deep as we can into the human experience. And that means to go into, for example, the shadow and duality, as you said before, and all of these things that we are here to experience. And actually, My experience is this, when I started doing that, instead of trying to escape away from that, you know, with spirituality, it's very easy that you get to this place where it's about trying to get up and out in a way. You want to go up and have spiritual experiences. When I started doing the opposite, I started to go down and in. That's when I started to have the spiritual experiences because it happens here. And I had been, I mean, I've been in the spiritual scene for almost 20 years now, at least 15, 16 years. When I started doing deep shadow work and trauma work, that's when I started having real spiritual experiences. And that's when my gifts started to come online. And I like this picture of, if you imagine that we're all trees and a lot of modern spirituality wants you to kind of be the leaves on the tree. You know, just going up towards the sun into the light constantly. That's all that exists. But a tree cannot grow strong and really grow tall into heaven without very deep uh, and strong roots. So this is how spirituality works. If you want to start to whatever you want to do spiritually, if you want to have spiritual experiences, if you want to channel whatever you want to do, the deeper you go down, that's how high you go up. And those two are always... Um, balanced. Yeah, so that's the polarity. The, yeah. So the deeper you're willing to go into yourself, uh, into your shadow, the higher you get. If you're willing yeah. to go very deep, you will be able to go very high up. But you never go just up. No. Right? Never. So so that's kind of how it works. It's the scale. You have to go down and grow those roots in order to get to heaven. Exactly. The taller the tree the
0: tree we get yes exactly that's also my personal experience like the more i i just start digging and looking downwards or inwards it's more like i had these insane spiritual uh, experiences i never had before i heard people talk about them but i never i never had access to it until then because we have to stop seeking outside of ourselves
1: for the answers for the experiences for the information um because it's inside. And this is also connected to the heart center. We can talk about that in a, in another episode. But to seek inside, to develop our heart, that will unlock so much. It will unlock everything,
0: really, that we seek. Yeah, yeah. really does, yeah. So Maya, if we had to tell our listeners, for those who are interested in shadow work, Mm-hmm. where to begin like what's the first step towards shadow work what will your recommendation be like your best tip yeah wow well, it's hard to answer in a way because
1: I think the path is different for everybody and also to the listeners if you've been listening to this and you you felt resonance in your body and you felt like whoa this speaks to me this feels like truth that means you're ready so don't be afraid Um, it's also very important to know you don't have to go into the shadow alone and you actually shouldn't so to find a teacher or a mentor or a coach or a guide in some way that can help you on that path I think is very important Um, and that can look different you know for everyone that can be like I said a coach it can be a therapist it can be a teacher
0: or at least have like a supportive uh, network so you don't you know, support network is super important. Just someone exactly. is very important. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Because it is it is
1: important to have someone to talk to. I didn't really have that on my journey. And I think that's part of what the reason why I'm so passionate about helping others do this now is because I, I'm i kind of, I, I'm becoming the person that I wish that I had, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, and I was starting out doing this work. Um, But yeah, it can look like, you can, you can have an astrology reading if that's, if that's what you're curious about, if that's the way you want to go about it. It can also be to actually start doing trauma work with, with a therapist, like a trauma therapist. Some of us need a more spiritual approach in the beginning, and other people need a more earthy, grounded approach in the beginning. So it does not matter really where you begin I would also say to to start doing some sort of embodiment work, just to start to get to know your body and be able to sit with your body and feel your body from the inside, because that's alpha and omega when it comes to this, is the ability to be, to not escape out of your body when things get uncomfortable, but to actually stay in your body and be conscious and present and aware of what's going on there. Yeah,
0: that's what I would say. That sounds like a really good advice because it does look different for all of us. And as you said, some need a more spiritual approach. Some might need a therapist, you know, like our shadow world, if we can call it that. It's like a scary neighborhood. So think about who and how and when and what to get there or go Mm -hmm. through that neighborhood. How would that be the most comfortable for you? What would be the best for you? And that looks very different for all of us. Some might be like, I need all my armor, <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then you need all your armor with you, and and, and oh, you need a guide too. G- good, you know. But you gotta be, gotta be honest with yourself. It's it's not. Uh, don't take it too light either. Like respect that you are scared. Respect your fears. It doesn't mean you shouldn't face them. We have our walls up for a reason as well. Is which is one of the reasons I'm a little bit skeptical to some plant medicine people just jump right into it and they think that's gonna resolve all their pain and big questions of the universe and i'm like it might help some people i'm sure it helps a lot of people but if you haven't done any shadow work or any trauma work before that that's very dangerous and that should actually be our approach with everything when it Mm -hmm. comes to working with with our shadows and working with our trauma just to be very respectful about it Mm -hmm but it is absolutely possible. For me, like, yeah, I did, I used a therapist first, different types of therapists, but they were all trauma informed. Then I did a lot of work on my own, but I also had a very supportive network around Mm me. Yeah. So it wasn't scary to go into that scary neighborhood, into those, uh, into that darkness. It wasn't scary. Yeah, that's, I, I love that metaphor or that picture.
1: Like you're going into a scary neighborhood, but the neighborhood is actually not as scary as you think. It's just scary because it's completely dark there and you can't see what's there. But then as you start to switch the light on, you know, and you have your gang and you go together like Ghostbusters, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Ghostbusters. You're trying to find all the light switch switches in this neighborhood and you start to flick on the lights, you know, here and there. And you're like, oh, okay, this is actually not that scary. That's how I see it. Because I remember when I was, I decided to start doing trauma work. I was so scared. I was like, what is, what is going to happen? What if I start to remember things that I don't want to remember? What if I start to get information I start to see things that I I don't want to see and then I want to unsee them, but then I can't, right? But it's so much more scary before you do it. I just want to tell people that. It's like every like. These things are scariest before you're aware of them because it's all you. It's parts of you. And it's honestly becoming aware of my own trauma from this life, from past lives. It has unlocked the most love in my life. It's the biggest source of my self-love, honestly. I've never experienced that amount of self-love before because I stopped being afraid of myself. so so it kind of like blasted up this whole space for for love to enter. And uh, yeah,
0: yeah, it's the same for me too. like it really just opened my heart completely mm-hmm. And I also realized when I started to to embrace my shadows that I also had been running away from my own love, yeah. Yeah, so I know that I wasn't ready until I was ready, until that divorce, I wasn't ready until that point. But it was like a part of me who was like, no more running, we're tired of running, no more running. And I was kind of like, it was kind of like trust and hope kind of just took over even though it was extremely painful and I had to sit with like all my fears many things that was uncomfortable but at the same time I was just like things gonna be okay and it is like as you say when you first come over that like the first hard step you know like when you when you face that and you just do it mm-hmm. then it's like okay we're in the neighborhood now just let's go <laughs> and let's Let's just go into this haunted house, trying to find the switch on in each room. And when all the lights are on, you're like, oh, the house is pink with fur and teddy bears. And it wasn't actually that bad, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for me, absolutely. at least now, shadow work is almost a little fun game I have with myself. It, it sounds maybe a little weird for someone, but that's how it feels like. For me, it's like, oh. Let's have a look at this, and you know, yeah, kind of like a little fun game I have, which is called life. I guess it's natural for me to think like this because I have my Scorpio in fifth house, as you mentioned, the house of joy and pleasure. But yeah, for me, it is kind of like a fun, pleasurable game that I get to play, and yeah. But I think that's what happens when we stop being
1: afraid of ourselves, which is what happens after you've chosen to go into that dark. For a little while and you stop being afraid of yourself you stop being afraid of what you will find there it starts to become fun in a way because it's like life just changes and the more i remember the situation that you were in like some weeks back there was something that happened regarding money and you started freaking out you started to (laughs) like go down this spiral and then yeah. I and I got to be there and observe this and it was very cool. And as you were like, you know, going down that spiral, all of a sudden you just stopped and you were like, Okay, hold on. I can choose to do that, but then that will produce the same result as it always has produced. I know exactly what's gonna happen then. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just regulate myself and then I'm going to try something else. Maybe the outcome will be different. And you actually, you were able to actually do that as this was happening and you were like triggered, but then you regulated yourself and it you made this other choice. You were like, okay, I'm just going to handle this differently than I usually do. And you did handle it differently than you usually do. And then the outcome was just amazing. It was better than what you we're hoping for in a way yeah and this is what happens because when we work with ourselves and we become aware of our patterns and we start to change them the outcome changes our reality changes things change that's the the fun part and that's why now like for you and also for me it's like okay what else what else can I clean up here
0: you know (laughs) yeah because it was in a way that experience there that it was even though (laughs) It doesn't sound pleasurable at all, but it actually was because I was like, hold on. I see myself doing the exact same thing I always used to do. Freaking out, having a tantrum, having like, oh, the the world is against me. And I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe we should just do something different. And that's when the universe was like, yeah, you passed the test and now i reward you. That's how it felt like. And I was like, yeah, I passed the test. Absolutely. But it becomes more,
1: it becomes fun with time. We have, to, we have to get over that kind of threshold
0: in the beginning where it's scary. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much, Maya, for this very interesting talk about shadow work and what it really is about. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Remember to share and subscribe and please follow us on Instagram as well. And we would love to hear from you. Please share about your own shadow work journey. If you have any question about shadow work, we are here to answer all your questions as well. And I will, yeah, we will see you next week for more juice. And for those who are very curious about getting a reading with Maya, you just follow the link uh, in our show notes on this podcast episode. I really recommend it. It has helped me tremendous to understand my own karma, my shadows and my gifts. So please follow the link. Yes. And we are going to do a live, a
1: live reading as well on the podcast. We are. Ooh, I am very excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Ciao.